on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's show is our second fall release series show. So we'll start out with the 2023 Old Forester Birthday Bourbon Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Following that up with the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, we have the 2023 Thomas Handy Kentucky Straight Rye, the 2023 Sazerac 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Rye, the 2023 Eagle Rare 17-year-old Kentucky Straight Rye, or Kentucky Straight Bourbon, the William Rue Weller 2023 Kentucky Straight Bourbon, the 2023 George T. Stagg Kentucky Straight Bourbon, making its triumphant return after being left out last year because the barrels didn't meet their standard. And last but not least, from Brown Foreman for 2023, the King of Kentucky. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sipping time. Hey, yes, it's sipping time, and welcome again to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are the best thing on at 2 a.m. No, not anymore. Good, they move good times to 3 a.m., so we might be. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't notice. Okay. Maybe yeah. we're, then we are. Yeah, we're the best. Yeah, not, well, yeah, not when they were two. I mean, please. Right. You know. I mean, it's bad enough we got to fight reruns of Carol Burnett, but you know, yeah. you really want to try. No, re- rerun was on Good Times. No, no rerun was no. What's, <laughs> rerun was no rerun, rerun was, was on great. What's happening? What's yeah. happening? Yeah, rerun was awesome. So yeah, no, you well, we couldn't even beat that either. No, know. yeah, no. Well, set set the bar low, you know. Right. Then you're always happy when you achieve it. You don't break your ankle <laughs> trying to jump over it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are good old boy, Justin. Good morning, everybody. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I am very excited to be here. You can tell. <laughs> in the damp, dark, dreary basement. It's just a different one than the wife usually keeps him chained up in. So, Correct. Yeah. This, you know, he, he likes to get out sometimes, you know. And good old boy Harm. Thanks, Bob. I really appreciate being here today, and I'm actually excited to be here. You damn well should be. I should be. Yeah, it should be. This is Although, this you is, know, this, this is our favorite time of the year, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't beat the fall release time. This beats Christmas. It does beat Christmas. This actually smells like Christmas in here to me. This is what Christmas should smell like everywhere. I wish I got all this for Christmas. Uh, I wish everybody <laughs> could take notes for my Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pay attention. Christmas list. Well, our pencil. Our sip segments are all about uh, distilled spirits, wine, tea, coffee, and distilled pretty spirits. much any other thing you can drink. And but mostly distilled spirits. We need to do another wine show again. But not today. We're, we're, I'm working on it. It's 
If you whine on the show, it's a wine show. Well, then he would be the king. Right. So, yeah. Which well, we'll be talking about later. Today's show is our second fall release series show because fall is when all the all the distilleries here in the U.S. Uh, tend to release all their you know top end whiskeys about this time of year. Um, and for this episode, we have you know just some common little dreck here. So we'll start out with the 2023 Old Forester Birthday Bourbon Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Follow that up with the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. We have the 2023 Thomas Handy Kentucky Straight Rye. The 2023 Sazerac 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Rye. The 2023 Eagle Rare 17-year-old Kentucky Straight Rye, or Kentucky Straight Bourbon. The William Rue Weller 2023 Kentucky Straight Bourbon. The 2023 George T. Stagg Kentucky Straight Bourbon, making its triumphant return after being left out last year because the barrels didn't meet their standard. And last but not least, from Brown Foreman for 2023, the King of Kentucky. So So boring. What's going on, man? This is just regular stuff. Well, I, I still have some, you know fireball over there if you're interested Thanks. You know. perfect i subbed out all of harm samples for fireball <laughs> to see if he'd notice the difference i no, was gonna probably say not. I, i've never heard of any of these whiskeys when are we gonna drink something that uh the common folk like us have heard of you guys are dumber than a box of hair never mind this is what i get they should be kissing my ring right now all right so we're gonna have justin tell us all about our sips ratings so take it away justin Justin's not here today, but Robin Leach of the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous is here today. And today we are in Bob's basement, enjoying some of the best whiskey, possibly, that may come out this year. And here are the sips ratings. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. This is not up to standard. Painful. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm, interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Just not buying it today. Five sips. Is he still alive? I don't think so. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Can we leave him dead next time? Oh my goodness! Yes! Yes! Yeah, that's just yes! not working. Yes! I'm just, yeah, shouldn't it be champagne wishes and caviar dreams? Yes. Oh, neither, of you need, neither of you need to be doing this just, one. You know, come on, man. Good lord. Just scary. Fine. Maury, please deliver us from the seagull. Six minutes, 19 seconds in, already in the toilet. So, Maury, <laughs> tell us about our first whiskey today. I will attempt. Uh, the first whiskey today is the 2023 Old Forester Birthday Bourbon at 48% ABV, 96 proof, oh and 12 years old. The Old Forester Birthday Bourbon is released every year on September 2nd in honor of George Garvin Brown's birthday, the man who founded Old Forester in 1870. This is the 23rd annual release, and it's aged 12 years. The mash bill is 72% corn, 18% rye, and 10% malted barley. 
Uh, the details are as follows. On May the 5th of 2011, 103 barrels were filled. They were aged on the fifth floor of Warehouse I for 12 years. In terms of color, the color is rich, and it's a beautiful copper. On the nose, burnt caramel, brioche, cinnamon. Talk into the microphone. <sighs> Mouth coating, <laughs> viscous deliciousness just coats your palate slides on down and then the finish just goes on and on and on this is a perennial favorite of mine it's one that once upon a time collected dust on the shelves as you could often find a year or two's uh release behind the current release and now it's gotten more and more difficult to find where stores are often getting uh, one bottle and uh if if any uh, again, a tribute to George Garvin Brown. It's a wonderful whiskey every year. Um, one I look forward to every each and every year. It's just a quintessential bourbon hitting all the notes, and uh, it's delicious. Uh, Harm, what'd you think? Um, I didn't get all the same notes you got. I got more candied orange peel when I first approached it. Uh, brown sugar and coffee on the nose. And that followed through on the palate with like honey notes and cinnamon, a lot of oak. Um, the citrus wasn't as bright. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Did it go away? What, what did you get? Again? I, get I thought there was a lot of burnt sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, that burnt sugar just kind of carried on and on. And the finish is long, like you said. I got some more like um, caramelized banana and cocoa on the finish and the brown sugar. And it, just, it just keeps going and going and going. Bob, what do you think? Having a computer issue here. Hold on. I hear that. You're, you've set some sort of timer? Yeah. We'll, well, le- we'll leave you out of it, Justin. Labor camp. I don't have so, to answer your questions. On the nose, I got cedar, vanilla, dark berries, perfume, and Cinnabon. Cinnabon, I'll give you the dark berries I don't get. Yeah, they were subtle. Under note. On the palate, amazing spice on the front end. And then I got waves of mangoes, bananas, brown sugar, chocolate orange. Mango? Yeah. Really? I don't yeah. get Did you have I water? didn't get the mango. No, no I didn't add any water. On the finish, it was like really nice backside palette, refreshing, a little bit of lemon as it was fading off. So I, I when I put it. the bridge of my nose to the top of the Glencairn, I can almost get that whiff of mango. Some of that, that, that light floral tropical note. Yeah, yeah, it kind of reminds is, yeah. me of scotch a little bit. Yeah, I remember having uh, a mango note on um, Highland Park Ice Edition. Yeah. We were making fun of it. Then after about an hour, <laughs> it was like, what? There, there is it's mango sorbet. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Sometimes you just got to let it sit out. You yeah, know, that's the thing. But it's, I don't get mango. I, I get a, that the tropical, tropical fruit note. Yeah, for me, it was um, came across as banana. I, yeah, I'm not getting one in particular, but. Mm. Yeah, I on the palate. Names. I'm sorry. This one's very different from any other birthday I've ever had. This one's sort of dark and sinister on the palate. It's really, I, I didn't yeah. find it that dark compared to some of these others. It's 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 just it's got a beautiful. 
it's floral got a thing very, going on. Yeah, the flowers up front, but then on the back, the the wood is there. I'm getting there. the sides of my tongue right now. I'm getting the I'm getting the, the, the wood's dark there. Wood. It's, it's it's definitely woody. It's what um, we when we first had it, it was burnt tar- burnt toffee way yeah. up front. It was right. burnt toffee. Right. Bar. That's where it started. Now with. it's completely changed. This doesn't even taste like the same whiskey. It just it just keeps evolving in the glass. Yeah. That's that's what makes this one so interesting. I love it. Layers and, yeah. and, and evolution. And I the, think the burnt are... toffee's there, but it's moved to the back with like dark molasses has moved to the back. And now that tropical thing has moved up and the floral thing has moved up. Yeah. Like I said, I was getting that fl- the flowers on the side of my palate, the, the, that, that, that tropical note. It's really nice. Yeah, this one, it's still, it's, I still think it's very different than any birthday that I've had. And yeah, it doesn't taste like this, like this is the 23rd release. I mean, I've honestly probably had 17 of them, 18 of them. I had most of them. I know we've done 10 on the show. I mean, I did. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I didn't, I, I've had two and three. I'd never got my hands on a bottle, but, uh, yeah, this one's very, very different, but, uh, they, they have a new master blender and Melissa Rift and she's great. Melissa's awesome. Um, and this is her first, uh, her first foray. And I think she did a great job. We're going to rate the 2023 old Forrester birthday bourbon, a well-deserved oh five sips. Yes. Who saw that coming? Yes. 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 No, I took my glasses off. I can't see anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> you look much better this way. Hey, and we're back and we just finished talking about the uh, 2023 uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon. Gave that one a well-deserved five sips. So let's move on to our next average whiskey of the day. What we have to do. And we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. So the next whiskey we're going to grind through is the 2023 Thomas H. Handy Kentucky Straight Rye. This is a job, isn't it? Uh, We throw ourselves (laughs) on these grenades for you. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. 62.45% 62.45% alcohol by volume or 124.9 proof. So this expression's comprised of barrels aged for six years and two months. It was distilled in the spring of 2017, aged in warehouse S on the third and fourth floors with 27% of the original whiskey lost to evaporation. And they have these really detailed notes about how these things are made, like a milling screen, number 10, what the cooking temperature was, uh, what char, how many seconds it was charred. So if you had a a license to make this stuff and you wanted to try it at home, you could give it your best shot. But I don't think it's going to come out this good. Yeah, you can't handle it. Yeah. So on this, I got notes of uh, like orange spray and lemon oil caramel pine not super strong on the palate um i got rye bread with honey and uh the orange came through a little bit one of the best handies i've ever had um and the finish (laughs) sorry (laughs) somebody always has to go there don't and the finish is amazingly long like the handies yeah. Yeah. Back took you back to middle school, did it? Yeah. Pretty much. What did you think, Harm? Uh I agree with what you're saying, but you know, I got more sweet notes than you mentioned. I had like it's like not just pine, but that it went cakey with air. I get like notes of like um like a pound cake. Coming you out. just want a pound cake. Well, I was gonna make the pound joke, but whatever. <laughs> mm. Are we gonna take a visit to mm-hmm. Pound Town? 
There you go. Pound cake. My wife better watch out. Coming home drunk. <laughs> this is great. Um, that what you said about the orange and lemon is all there. I got cake coming out. Uh, a little bit of clove on the palate. It was like just beautiful, like you said, the honey and the, and the bread. But no, I didn't get as much rye bread as you did. It was more honey and orange, and then the finish is very long, and then the earthiness comes out. There's like a black licorice yes. on the long finish. It's true. Maury? Yeah, I, I I sort of agree with a bits and pieces of both of you. I actually thought their tasting notes were some of the best. I thought the whiskey almost hit me as sweet, and if I wasn't as familiar with it, I might have initially been a little turned off. But this is a perennial favorite of mine. Um, and but this would it have turned you off? Too sweet for you? Yeah, I was initially hit by uh, by how sweet it was. It was really like you know orange marmalade in a glass, and um, that's how they describe it as orange marmalade and honey, and it was really sweet. And but you're right, right at the very end, it there it it trans it, it transforms the finish into a little bit of oak and a, and a very light hint of black licorice at the end. But really a fun whiskey, and, and again not cloyingly sweet, but there's definitely a lot of upfront sweetness, especially coming right. off of. If you've other got whiskeys. anything left in your glass, no, put I a don't. drop of water. I can't. I'm the, sorry. The, the smoke comes. The char from the barrel comes out. Uh, you know the proof. I think balances it. I think the one thing that's really fun about this whiskey is it's a perennial favorite. It's the youngest whiskey of the collection every year. Comparing this to the Saz 18 and the Eagle Rare 17, and yet it stands up well to all of them. It always does, and it just goes to show you age is just a number. That's what I keep telling her. Yes, age is just a just number. don't go to jail, Justin. Don't go to jail. <laughs> She's still going to so, trade you in. Sazerac <laughs> uh, is, is an amazing producer. This handy is definitely not one to be overlooked. A lot of people for a long time overlooked it. I love this whiskey. This one's no exception. It's totally different this year than previous years. Again, a lot of orange marmalade. I love it. And uh, again, it doesn't disappoint. It's always different. Yeah, well, the nice thing about it used to be that it was the one you could actually occasionally find on the shelf because the real, you know, a decade ago, the real bourbon geeks, oh, well, that's not really part of the antique collection. It's like, because yeah. it's only six years old, but it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, look at the bottle, you know. Yeah, I know. And, you know, I would walk into a store and I remember, fi- I, I, I found several of these just sitting on a shelf at, at a local Total Wine back in the day, and I was more than happy to pick these up at retail and go through them because it never disappoints. This one is always in my, out of the five, it's always in my top three and usually in the top two. And this one's this one's good. And and you'll never hear me say this again, but he's right. Put a drop of water in it. The char comes up. Yeah, it's just... The orange marmalade is still there. The orange zest, and, but it's and balanced. A drop of water, the made lemon the oak. zest is still there. I'm I'm getting just that little hint of that that little bit of hint of pine, like a pine forest on the nose, and it's just it's absolutely lovely. I, I mean, will bring a water dropper to the unobtainium grill where I'm going to buy yeah. a shot of this. It's just uh, I am very aroused. What more can I say? <laughs> Um, we're going to give the 2023 Thomas Handy straight rye a well-deserved five sips. Oh, my goodness. Yes! 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 
So we're going to harm. Tell us about our next one. Well, we're going on to another rye, Bob. Thank you very much. It's the 2023 Sazerac 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Rye, 45% ABV. So in, we're trading off uh, proof for age here. This is a collection of rye whiskey barrels was filled uh, in between the fall of 2004 and the spring of 2005 and aged for 18 years and five months in warehouses K, L, and M on the second and third floors with 74% of the original whiskey lost to the Angels. That just shows you, you know, how much you lose to get to how much there's a reason that good whiskey costs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this is... uh, Went came off the still at 135 proof, went in at 125 as per regulations, and it's been after the aging they they brought after and 74 percent loss. They don't tell you what came out of the barrel at, but they watered it down to 90, um, which is totally fine with me. Uh, 18 years and five months, and it's a number four char barrel, I believe. Yes, 55 seconds from Independence Dave. The nose on this is stunning. This is probably the best Sazerac 18 I've had in a while. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the best one I've had in the last three or four years. Yeah. To be with wow. You. Over the top fresh orange peel and dried orange peel combined. The, those violets. The flowers from the rye. Uh, a little a tiny bit of uh, anise. Mm. Mm, mm. On the palate. Vanilla. Oak. Black pepper. Orange peel. Violets. Um, the finish is long, intense, with honey and tobacco, and uh, again, you said violets. I think that's your right. Candied You're, violets. It's, it's candied violets. That's the nose. I don't. It doesn't need water, but I'll put a drop in. Let's see what happens. Didn't help. Didn't hurt. It's just great. Yeah. Don't water it down. Just drink yeah, it. Drink it straight. Yeah. Bob. Well, it's already at ninety, so you know. You well, might, I thought, yeah, cause, you know, because when you when you add always water, try. sometimes always try. It brings we, out more yeah. of the barrel notes. How many times do we say it on the show? Always try some water. Always try some water. You never know. But this one, um, you know, this this was one that for years was uh, tanked. You know, they were going off of old supply for several years, and people were well. When the tank runs out, you know, they were coming. You know, there were some people complaining about it. I'm like, I thought it was still pretty damn good, but dear lord. This is the best one I've had in recent memory. And this one's just really so pretty. It is very pretty. And you that know, when, when, when we just... first poured these, it was very muted. It took air. Yeah. It took some air to open up. These all took a while. Yeah. I, I poured them 15 minutes before Justin got here, and then you guys came in after him. So, I mean, it's been sitting but no open surprise with an older whiskey that needed a little more air and a little oh. bit more time to open up. Now I'm getting hints of basil. But it's I agree with orange Bob. Peel and basil. They were sort of stagnated for a little while. Not that they were bad, like but they cilantro. weren't really evolving. And now all of a sudden, this is a fresh Boom. approach. And bam, it's 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 an improvement. It's a step up. It's a fresh uh, batch, yeah. if you will. I mean, if they still had a case of last year or the year before laying around, I would gladly take it off of their hands. But you know, this one, this one to me is the best one they've made. Atoms yeah. at this point. But this one, like I said, this is the best one I can remember in recent memory. And I, I remember some of the older stuff, you know, the older tank stuff, and there there was some really good stuff there. But this one's, this one's different. This is completely different. This is not. This doesn't remind. Yeah, a couple me of, years ago, I remember yeah. this. The, the 
the Sazerac 18 being very delicate. Yeah. This is nowhere near as delicate. Yeah. This is this will stand up to you. It's no, this has of, got more backbone. Yeah. It's yeah. got more of everything. Yeah. It reminds it's me of like Midwinter's Night's Dram or Dream. Dram. Dram. Fir- Dram. First batch. I think this is so much better. But it's much more sophisticated than that, but it does remind me. Like, well, the first batch of Midwinter Ice Dram was finished in orange curacao barrels, I believe. Really? Mm-hmm. That's where you're getting the Quady Port. Was it? Quady Port. Okay. Was it the second batch, the orange curacao? Mm-mm. It's always been Quady Port. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, interesting. I could yeah. sort of Like from the country of Kuwait? No, Quady. Q-U-A-D-Y. It's a oh, brand. okay. Thank so. you. Well, we're going to be rating the 2023 Sazerac 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. I know it's redundant. Well-deserved five cents. Oh, my goodness. No surprises again. What's going on with this show? All right. So let's go to our next whiskey, which is the Eagle Rare, uh, 17-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It's 101 proof, 50.5% ABV. Um, at 19 years and three months old, this year's Eagle Rare 17 is the oldest release of the spirit since its 23-year inclusion in the antique collection. So this is literally the only, oldest one they've ever released. It this, says 17 on the bottle, but yeah. that's just yeah, that's just for the labeling. You that's can always minimum. put in older, you know. So um, this whiskey was distilled in the spring of 2004. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and the barrels were aged in warehouses uh, C, I, K, M, and Q on the first and second floors with a 78% evaporation loss. Um, again, bottled at 101 in tribute to the original Eagle Rare brand, which was launched in 1975. So this one also has definitely changed since it's been sitting here for a while. And on the nose, I'm still getting that dark chocolate. But the cherry is coming through a lot more now. See, I got the cherry initially too, but you, you, I think you, you didn't. But I'm getting more spice as well. Yeah, the dark chocolate though is very prominent. Getting brown sugar yeah. on the nose. I'm getting a little bit more of the sweetness from the cherry than I did before. And on the palate, let's give it a try. Hmm. Hmm. This is one you have to sort of swirl around and chew on for a minute. And then just sit back because this one sneaks up on you. It's not boom in your face when you first get it in your mouth. But once it's in there, you're getting the caramel. Um, you're getting that chocolate. When we first opened it, it was spicy and sharp and had an edge to it. And that is just completely evened out now. So the balance has really come in um, on the finish. When we first opened it, it was much drier. That's that's backtracked for me a little bit. I'm still getting um, some tobacco leaf. I'm still getting that uh, Dutch cocoa uh, finish to it, but just not quite as dry. Um, yeah, this thing's mellowed out as well after the last hour, hour and a half of air. So what do you think, Justin? I think that this whiskey's amazing and is begging for like uh, high-end French pastry to pair it with. That's what I think. Good point. I would have thought you'd gone with a cigar. I thought you were a cigar guy. I am, but this is already like a really good cigar. So you'd have like a really good cigar with really good cigar. No contrast. Right. Maury? 
Yeah, I thought their notes were spot on. I really, I, I was thinking about the chocolate, and I, and I think uh, they they described it as a caramel drizzled chocolate sponge cake, and that's really what I got. It just was. Oh, you're talking about from the distillery. Yeah, the the notes on the the palate. I, I don't agree with that. I, I still don't. Get that was exactly I what I got in my in uh. my chocolate. That Dutch cocoa chocolate. I got or- a little bit of hint of orange. I definitely got some sponge cake. This was dessert in a glass. It was really interesting. Um, I, I've had um, I've had Eagle Rare Seventeens that I've liked better. This was different, but this was delicious whiskey. This was this was really nice. Yeah, that's the thing that hit me with this one, just like the last one. Different. This one's different. I mean, I'm definitely getting a different palate from this than what I'm used to. Yeah, different than what I'm used to, but nonetheless, yeah. I wouldn't pour it out. This is completely different from what I'm, from I'm used to from Eagle Rare. This well, is all about that different chocolate. than the rest of us, but we put up with you. That's fine. Diversity. Uh, but don't tell the governor. Anyway, it's <laughs> uh, dark chocolate and cherry. I got that. But mostly to me, the, there wasn't that much fruit. It's more about the dark chocolate, the earthy notes, cigar box, spice, mm. tobacco. Um, it's like walking into a dusty tobacco barn. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I do not dusty see that barn. caramel cake, yeah. chocolate cake thing, but whatever. No. No, I... I I get a slight bit of caramel sweetness, but it's very, very muted. It's but it's it's still so good, and yeah. it's very different from previous releases. That's yeah. so sweet, but it's really that dark Dutch chocolate, mm-hmm. um, yeah. more so than sweetness. But it's definitely more sponge cake than orange peel. Yeah, you know the like the real high end like eighty percent cacao chocolate that's like really, really bitter, yeah. but you eat it anyway because yeah. it's so damn good. That's what this is like. Yeah. Not quite as astringent, but that's, you know, it's more like a dark, dark, bittersweet chocolate, mm. cocoa kind of thing. And it's, water, again, didn't change this. It's either way. With or without, you're fine. Maybe you should add water to it then, because at least it'll stretch it out and you'll have more to drink. That's true. <laughs> Just you know, throwing that one out Good there. Good point. But it, the nose on it's still very pretty. See, a lot of people put all these great whiskeys on ice. I find when you put them on ice, you... You mute the nose even more because you mm. chill the whiskey. I, I I would not put any of these on ice. They can't no. handle the truth. No, mm. no, no. I wouldn't put ice and I wouldn't put ice anywhere near this. In fact, I I keep grabbing them and holding warming them, trying them to warming them up a little bit just just to get them. Yeah, it's just so many people put all these great whiskeys on ice, and I I'd rather use cold water anytime if I have to bring it out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you put ice in and it just shuts it down. But you know, hey your money if you want to if you want to waste it knock yourself out well we're going to be rating the 2023 eagle rare 17 year old not really 17 year old 19 year old uh kentucky straight bourbon a well-deserved guess what five sips oh my goodness yeah. Yeah. well there's a surprise yeah, yeah it's so hard to figure yeah. this one out here so all right maury tell us about our next whiskey Thank you, Bob. Our next whiskey is the 2023 William LaRue Weller Kentucky Straight Bourbon. That's exactly the way I feel. 66.8% ABV or 133.6 proof. Yes, Justin, that's the way I feel. It never disappoints. It's a perennial favorite. This year's offering of this weeded classic was distilled in the spring. Guess it? 2011. And its barrels were aged 12 years and six months uh, at bottling in warehouses C 
I M N N on the second and third floors with 66% of the original whiskey lost to evaporation. It's got a beautiful mahogany color on the nose. Yum. Drink it in notes of brown, dark brown sugar and vanilla bean palette. It's warm. It's rich. It's mouth coating stewed cherry brown sugar. Oh gosh. It's just unbelievable. I just want to smell it. Just keeps the viscosity. It just coats your mouth. It just keeps going and going and going. Ah, the finish is just dense and baking spice and maple syrup, and just goes on and on and on. This whiskey's got so many layers of flavor. It never disappoints. It's a shame it's gotten so difficult to find. We'll be back and talk about our ratings. Hey, we're back, and we were talking about the 2023 Whale & Weller Kentucky Straight Bourbon. What do you think, Justin? I have a smile on my face that's going to last until next fall. This um, it's like beautiful, many awesome desserts all in one without being too sweet. On the nose, you get like, like fresh vanilla bean, brown sugar, on the palate, it's like spicy and full. It's uh, th- all the Thanksgiving pies distilled all at once. On the finish, you get like that really good um, brownie dough before you bake it. All the little baking spices and the yeast and everything and a little bit of syrup. This is just heaven. Well, considering he grew up, you know, under a rock, I, you know, and he's just extrapolating what he thinks Thanksgiving is like. That's pretty good. Okay, so, I'm going to be. I've been the, to other people's Thanksgivings, yeah, well, Bob, yeah. so I've had, you know, good ones. Yeah, just not during your childhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, correct. <laughs> College, I, I went to yeah. a great one with chefs. It was awesome. <laughs> it was burger chef, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, you can't be picky. Yeah. I I kind of have to disagree with you guys on this. I know you are. Oh God, cool. Go camera. for it. What do you got? Look, it's a weeder, and I just prefer high rye whiskeys. You're a heathen. I prefer high rye whiskeys. Okay, go home. And wheat as a second grain to me is boring. All right, take your glass, pour yeah. it into mine. Here. Because you don't appreciate it. I'm going to add some cold water to this because it needs it. <laughs> 133 proof. I'm using the cap here it, because we it hardly needs any water. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's beautiful and vanilla and cake dough and cookies and. This is so plain Jane. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? I won't. Everything else we've tasted today has been better. I won't let you get stuck with one of the holidays. I'll take it off your hands. This is this is I got you. You guys all want this. So this is I'm my a giver. Favorite. You know, there's a there's a door <laughs> over there. There's a plane with your name on it. It's on its way. I'm not saying it's to North bad. Korea. It's it has a fantastic. rubber room too. It's great, but of the ones we've tasted today, it's the weakest one. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not a fan of weeders. Bob, you you you're a weeder fan, aren't you? I know you like. You're a complete bastard. Yeah, we'll yeah. hate it. There you go. Fine. There's nothing Cheers. wrong with a weeder. Listen, there's nothing wrong with you. You're brown. We accept it. That's true. <laughs> you're so you're so liberal and generous. I swear, you guys. I mean, anyway, why would you judge a weeder by its by its composition it's not about the composition this is just kind of plain jane the others had more layers of flavor oh no no this was a fantastic whiskey come on you are missing the boat the finish is really long okay 
if I want to live with just vanilla, I'd marry a white girl. Oh, I did. I married two, two of them. But whatever. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Listen to them. It's vanilla. It's vanilla. Mm. What, oh are you, what are you going to marry when this one divorces you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Kermit. Who's going to marry Kermit? It's not easy being green, man. Bob, it's got a beautiful nose. Sense into him. It's got a beautiful nose. We got more whiskeys to talk about. Just dark brown sugar and. There's oh. hardly any brown sugar. Oh yeah, there's dark brown sugar there. Like butter and dark brown sugar. It's vanilla fudge. Mm, beautiful. Lots of. There's vanilla. a reason why vanilla fudge ah, is less popular than chocolate fudge. <laughs> there's like Dr. Brown's root beer in here too. Really? Man. Oh yeah. Unlike you, sir, when I buy fudge, I don't see color. So, um, this one is beautiful, warm, got a great mouthfeel. It's got a finish that goes on and on and on. I, you know, he's, I'm not disagreeing with any of that. He's out of his mind. It's, it's, yeah, it's five sips. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 I don't disagree yeah. with the five sips rating. It's just not my jam. Okay. Let's move along. Harm. Why don't you tell us about the, next let me tell you game. about my jam kids. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ready? Okay. I am very aroused. Thank you. The 2023 George T. Stag Kentucky oh Straight Bourbon. Oh, my gosh. 67.5% ABV, 135 proof. Yeah, this is where we should be drinking. Distilled in the spring of 2008, the barrels were aged 15 years and three months in warehouses C-I-K-L-N-M on the first, second, third, and fourth floors and fifth floors with 68% of the original whiskey lost to evaporation. The color is a dark brown leather with red glints. 68, not 60. Oh, did I say 60? I thought six said 68. All right. Anyway, 140 proof off the still, 125 in the still. And am I not talking the thing here? Talking to the microphone, Danny. I thought it was at the microphone, man. Like I have to actually tell him. Number four, charred barrels. This is waves and waves of cherry and cinnamon on the nose. Mm, mm, mm. Tons of leather, chocolate, um, cake frosting, like buttercream. Um, there's some sort of red fruit coming in. I'm not sure. Is, is that plum or cherry? Uh, and it, the finish is huge and long. I get tobacco. Um, Tobacco, earthiness, a little bit of dried orange peel, and brown sugar. And it just keeps going and going. Maury, what'd you think? Well, as much as I hate to agree with you after your comments on the last whiskey, I think you nailed it on this one. Um, I think you nailed it. This one is exactly as you describe. Um, it's delicious. It's a mouthful. It's different. I think the striking thing for me is it's different than any other George T. Stag I've had in recent years. But nonetheless, it's amazing. It's delicious. It's got a different kind of finesse. It's not quite the same brick to the teeth that you might expect, as Bob would describe perennially. Yeah, it's got a little more it's finesse. It's always like a cherry brick to the teeth, usually. <laughs> it's a little more finesseful this year. But nonetheless, uh, it's, a, it's, it's different, but it's wonderful. Justin? This was Grandma's house. Twinkies and the original aluminum foil package, Marlboro Reds, all the great <laughs> stuff at her house. Oh, my God. The finish just goes on forever. Much like hanging out at Grandma's house. 
It was great. He had a broken childhood. Yeah, oh. I actually like the Twinkie note. That cake is there. Oh, the the old one with the yeah, aluminum yeah. foil, not what they make now. And I put some cold water in just now to see if I could bring some of that more fruit out. I think it's like black cherry. Mm. Hold black on. Black cherry cola. Mm. Let me just have a smell. Cherry cola. Oh, this is M12. Finally, back with another video. What was that? Wrong one. <laughs> uh. Bob uh. can't see straight with the high proof. He's hitting the wrong buttons. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, it's so good. Thank God it's back this year. That's all I can say. Last year, the barrels just didn't meet their standard, and they took a very brave stance and said, we will not release. Was that last year or two years ago? We will not release an average product. So, hmm. Yeah, it was last year. What? Yeah, it was it last seems year. like two years ago. It all blurs together. It's all blurred together. If you know what year they did it, it, it's all blurred together. Put it in our Facebook comments. Mm. There you go. But so well put together, so well balanced. And again, just leather, chocolate, dark, dark cherries, tobacco leaf, a little bit dry on the palate. It's got just this earthy finish to it, and it just goes on and on and on. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, very worthy of the stag name. Um, you know, please. Come please, on. Surprise us. Please send send more. <laughs> please, sir. Can I have some more? Oh, my Five, God. Yes. Yes. Suspense yes. is killing me. Yes. So this takes us to our last whiskey which we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. Okay, nice hearing from you, Justin. Thank you very much. Harmeet, what do you have to say about the whiskey? Let Justin speak. Okay, we're going to talk about... You can't screw this one up. King of Kentucky, (laughs) 62.9% alcohol by volume, or 125.8 proof. They made 3,800 bottles of this. And the original King of Kentucky brand was established in 1881 as a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Brown Foreman acquired the brand in 1936 from selected Kentucky distillers and by 1940 converted it to a blended whiskey until it was discontinued in 1968. In 2018, Brown Foreman wisely revived the label. King of Kentucky is an annual release of single barrel inventory featuring a barrel strength Minimally filtered proof presentation with each release and every barrel being unique. This sixth annual release, bless you, Maury, is made from a batch of 51 barrels that were distilled on July 19th, 2007, aged 16 years in Warehouse G. So I, I, I don't get what they're talking about. They say it's a single barrel, but it's a batch of 51 barrels. What does that mean? Is, is are they releasing? Are they releasing fifty-one single barrels? No, it's just it's a one. That's it. So batch of fifty-one barrels. Yeah, it's a small batch. So the color is dark, like a new penny. On the nose, I got dark graham cracker vanilla. I got some like little bits of potpourri, cognac, and uh, grilled coconut. On the palate, dark chocolate mocha, 
um, some strong black tea and uh, leather chair on the finish. It's long, complex. If you don't like this, you don't like bourbon. There, it's not a defect of your soul per se, but close. Yeah, yeah. Some people just don't like bourbon. Well, just you don't like bourbon. Yeah, yeah this is the bourbon. test. If yeah. you just pour this, I, you drink it, you don't like it. Okay, you don't like bourbon. I won't pour you anything mm-hmm. else. Right. Yeah. What did I you think, Maury? I wouldn't waste this on somebody <laughs> as a test. I they'd have to try a couple other things first. Yeah, you have to deserve this first. This yeah, is. I'll, I'll pour my best first for for a new person, just to try to blow their mind, and that they never ever forget coming over to my house. Hmm. Interesting. Different philosophy. Well, this is a fantastic whiskey. Um, How they've done it, six years running, I don't know. But they've managed to find 51 of the most amazing barrels every year. Uh, it's it, it it just never disappoints. The only sad part about this whiskey is it's beyond a unicorn. It's a unicorn wrapped in an enigma. In an enigma. Right. It's like a, a it's like a unicorn's eye tooth. I yeah, mean, it is just so find hard it to restaurants. find. No, it's very hard. It's to Kentucky find. only, isn't it? No, I find mostly it mostly in- Kentucky, some Indiana, but it's also in when Florida. When it first started coming out, it was Kentucky only, wasn't it? No, the very first year. Yeah. I find this at four or five different places in Kentucky. I've found it in Vegas at a steak but place. Only, only on premise. No, it yeah. actually, there's you guys don't have anything left in your glasses. I'm getting a weird note coming out. There's of a it. small release in Florida. So it's a fantastic whiskey. It's very, very hard to come by. It's amazing. It's delicious. The one it's we're drinking just, from is Barrel Twenty Two. So it's just got so much going on in the glass you could smell it all day so it, it is it, it is single barrels 51 single barrels individually released. correct yeah. and it's just unbelievable so i'm getting a weird mustard seed note at at first i got mush ma- your teeth after lunch dude i, I didn't eat today this is mounds mm. coconut let's let you that okay brush your bar. brush your teeth after dinner last night candy candied coconut but he went you to said Costco the graham cracker before closing had a hot dog that's chocolate but right Three here, like, like put put my nose a little bit further away and higher up. It's like weird mustard seed note coming out. It's kind of cool, but mm. see if you got it. It's so beautiful, floral and chocolate. I don't get the mustard, but it's definitely got a lot of complexity going on. Again, an amazing whiskey. Okay, not for the faint of heart. If you see it on a menu. And you can if you can afford it. Afford it. Yeah. If you're it. in a very high end place, you know, in Vegas or Kentucky or, you know, someplace where they have this, absolutely invest in a pour. Oh yeah. Honestly, it doesn't matter what year. I mean, we're drinking the twenty three. We're drinking the twenty three. Um yeah. you know. Yeah, all of them. You know, all of them. All are of good. them, all the barrels, whatever. I found a steakhouse in Vegas. They poured this for fifty a pour. Needless no to say, way. they didn't have any more when we were yeah, done. That's why, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or were they or they were advertising 50 a pour because... No, <laughs> I, bought every, I bought six pours. <laughs> yeah. Really? I drained the bottle mm. with nice. my date. Yeah. yeah. 50 a pour is like less than half what this usually goes for. I know. I, I, I wasn't going to leave any in the restaurant. You are such a glutton. Yes. <laughs> Wow! They every year, the ribeye. Every year, this one's always so good. Yeah, you know it's, yeah. and every year they do the same thing. It's like they they pick a batch of barrels. They're all on the 
distilled on the same day. Yeah. You know, they like they literally go in and go, what was on that day? Brown Foreman's got like more than half of the bourbon in the country, at least, to choose from. Well, they own Jack Daniels, don't yeah. they? So they've yeah. got they got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But this one this one every year Shines. we look forward to this one. Every year when I open that cardboard box and I see the little wooden box inside, I I squeal like a six year old girl and my secretary goes, Oh, you got the one you got one of the ones you like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it never gets old seeing that box. Wow. It doesn't. Every time I see it, I'm like, Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for sending this one because it is fantastic. It's just so lovely. I mean, there's just the only bad thing is is we don't have a cord of it, so yeah. Mm. I'm not complaining, but they could send us bigger samples. I'm just saying. <laughs> just yeah. Saying, you know. yeah, they could send a five-gallon bucket, hint, hint. You know. <laughs> Do you want to give that one a rating? <sighs> These go to 11. There you go. So that's, yeah, I mean. Are you, I, only have one have to to guess? I only have one to five to pick from, so it's oh like, my okay. Goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fall. I love the fall. The tis, fall is tis always the season to be merry right here. Forget about Christmas. Always the best time of the year. So, and as usual, I would normally say, uh, you know, it's all the time we have for the day. And I'd like to thank my co-host. But no, no, we sh- we should. I got all these. You, Bob. We I'm, should thank you. Line up and kiss you. my ring. So, yeah. dear Wolf. Not about all that. Don't thank, thank me. You. I didn't make it. <laughs> thank, thank the f- kind folks who sent it to us. Who think enough of the show and think enough of our opinion. So. Thank you, Justin, for joining us today. Uh, thank you. Wow. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another great day in the basement. And thank you, Harm. Uh, Bob, what can I say? But you're the best. This day does not stink. You hey, are the best, we, and they sent us the best stuff today. We didn't get Harmy to spit bucket. We messed up. There's no spit bucket here? What's going on? <laughs> no. Honestly, if there was a spit bucket, Justin would be in there siphoning it out right now, pouring it in his glass. <laughs> it already oh, be drank. The, the no you spit kidding? bucket show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the samples are so small. Well, you, thanks for joining us. Bear, we'd, we'd just be calling Ubers. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at sipsudsandsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.